Hey everybody, welcome. It's Dr. Joseph Tropper, and I want to go over today five trauma grounding techniques. So if you haven't listened to my episode from last week, I basically uh, challenge you to think about ways that you might have been impacted by trauma. Some people get thrown off and scared by those words, but it just means something traumatic that you went through in your life that is in need of being processed and being better understood. So I'm going to give you five of my favorite grounding techniques to be able to start off the process once you've identified, hey, I experienced something traumatic in my life and I want to better understand myself, I want to better get work done with them. Now, again, if you find that there are things that are taking over your life, please reach out to a competent mental health therapist and uh, make sure that you do some work with them. Um, but this is just general ideas. Um, as I always say, there's no mental health, psychological, psychiatric, or legal advice or any such thing here. But I do want to help you learn to just ground yourself on a simple level and hear these concepts and perhaps work with a professional um, or uh, work with yourself to be able to help ground yourself. So one of them is called the 54321 technique. It's pretty well known. Um, it's hard to say who came up with it because I've seen it for the last 20 years in mindfulness um, workbooks and other workshops as well. But basically um, what you do is you start by taking a deep breath and uh, you start to notice things. I'm gonna do it the modified way I do it, which is as you count, from five, four, three, two, and one, you start to notice your senses. You could go in any order, it doesn't matter. Um, but let's just say um, five, what do I see? Just notice what you see. You could have your eyes closed, in which case you're just imagining what you see, or you could have your eyes open. Four, what can I touch? Just an example. Um, what does my body feel? Just noticing thoughts, feelings, emotions that are permeating through the body. Three um, is what do I smell? So just engaging that what scent is there. Um, you can imagine things that you like, even if it's not actually in front of you. Um, two is what do I hear? What sounds? And one, what do I taste? It's just one example. Um, you could use your fingers to count down, etc. What happens is when we have trauma on our mind, it often distracts us and brings us elsewhere. And so this technique just grounds us and brings us back into the world in front of us, into the actual activity that's in front of us. And again, the research shows that the more mindful we are when we do things, uh, the more we slow things down and just appreciate what's happening, the, the better we feel. Uh, trauma grounding technique number two is a breathing exercise. So just take a couple of deep breaths. It's very interesting that a lot of people say to me, I don't need that. Why are you telling me to do this? Um, so I don't tell anybody to do anything. But what I've noticed is that a lot of people, when they describe their symptoms of how they're feeling, for example, in a tense time, they might say, well, you know, I feel my body muscles are really, really tight, which we're going to get to some muscle relaxations in a moment. Um, but they also oftentimes say, I hold my breath or I stop breathing. And we actually need oxygen to be able to breathe. Now, um, when somebody is shocked, they often gasp and go, <gasps> the reason that we gasp and, and do that is because our body is actually, the adrenaline starts to pump and then we start to prepare for our fight or flight, usually flight. Um, and so that's what's going on. But when there's trauma and pain, so we actually stop breathing because we actually want to blend in and disappear and make sure the enemy doesn't see that our chest is moving or the animal doesn't see us. And so um, one of the ways to break through that trauma feeling is to actually practice taking deep breaths, relaxing, close your eyes if you can, keep them open if you need to, um, and just kind of think a positive thought when you're taking in these breaths of air. I like to, t I like to, the way I like to come up with my positive thought is I, I know a lot of my negative thoughts, they're very active. Um, so just kind of notice your most active ones. Like, let's say it's, I'm a failure, or I'll never have friends, or I'll never be successful, or I'm not lovable, whatever they are. So hopefully you've done work, and if you haven't, then 
um, definitely you want to combat this with positive mantras. So come up with the opposite of whatever your negative one is. So I am lovable. I'm kind. I'm generous. I'm good. I have a lot to offer. I'm valuable. Um, and so just focus on that. So when you're breathing, doing those breathing exercises, you're bringing oxygen to your body and brain. And of course, you are uh, thinking about positive mantras. Next thing is the uh, mindfulness of about the world around you. So the way that you could start practicing mindfulness is just look at open your eyes and look at something that's in front of you and just start to notice its shape, color and texture. I mentioned this before because I was so impressed. There was a workshop that someone did on mindfulness and they said, all right, the next exercise is 30 minutes and I'm giving out all the props. And they went around with a box of raisins and each person got one raisin and, and <laughs> they were told, okay, you have 30 minutes, enjoy the raisin, one raisin. So after 30 minutes, you start to notice really cool things about the raisin that you never knew, about taking a little tiny bite off of it, about how it feels, how it smells, how it tastes. Um, and it's really, really fascinating. And so too in life, I wanna just say something that some of the best sessions I've ever had and some of the most success I've had with clients is because we sat the first one or two or three times that we were together and we just talked. And so much comes out from clients as far as what's on their mind, what their fears are, uh, what's bothering them. Um, and it's just so important to be able to just sit and talk and be one human being and another human being. And it's a very, very amazing and, and humbling and, and beautiful experience, quite frankly. So just focus mindfully on something in front of you. And it doesn't have to be a half hour. Start with five minutes. Um, and that's really, really important. Okay, number four is grounding uh, through the method of touch. So what I would say to do is um, if you have a dog or an animal, give a hug to that animal. If you have a blanket that you like that makes you feel secure, um, if you have a teddy bear. Now you might say, Joe, why are you telling me to revert to be a child? So I'm not. I'm telling you to just to tap in to this um, positive feeling that this item already has and brings to you. Um, if you don't have anything, you can wrap your arms together and give yourself a hug or hold your hands together and massage your arms, massage your, massage your um, shoulders, etc. And just when we have that human contact, it's called grounding. So the way I, I, I always say it, um, and, and again, different therapists are, have different feelings about whether they use touch in therapy or not. And I understand where they're coming from. There's ethical and other considerations. Um, but basically, um, if, if somebody um, is, in, is in being threatened by electrocution, we want to pull them away and ground them um, by stabilizing them. So I, I look at touch as a stabilizer when done in a healthy way. But certainly in this case, I'm just saying that you could uh, stabilize yourself and ground yourself. And the last thing is, of course, the muscle relaxation that I mentioned. I don't think, um, I, I think it's a very important part of, of um, helping yourself. And so actually this is kind of a um, paradoxical one. So if you feel it, your hands are tight. So actually squeeze them and drop tighter and then let them go slowly, um, 10 seconds, 20 seconds, just literally let them out. And I hope as I'm talking, we'll practice it together. So imagine you have a tenseness in your hands or back or whole body or everything, whatever is tense, tense it up for five seconds, five, four, three, two, one. And, and obviously don't ground yourself during those five seconds. Um, and now just slowly release it, just slowly see that tension um, and just slowly release out that tension. And as you do that, just notice that some of the negative thoughts, feelings and emotions that were causing the tension are coming up to your mind and thoughts and feelings and emotions and then release them as well. And that tension is your body telling you that I'm tense. And so when you re release and let go, 
you're freeing yourself. So those are a couple of techniques. The five, four, three, two, one, five census grounding. Uh, I have a lot of variations. You might have heard me talk about that before. I'm really a big fan of that. I use that one myself. I think the five senses are really, really very powerful. Uh, the next one is breathing exercises. Don't forget to breathe. The next one is mindfulness. Just kind of noticing what's in front of you. Then grounding through touch. Um, and this this is referring to your own touch, something that um, is comfortable for you. And the fifth one is the muscle relaxation paradox, which is squeezing for a moment, feeling that pain that's there, and then releasing it slowly. All right, so I hope that has helped bring more grounding to your life. And I thank you so much for joining. Please feel free to get in touch with me, josephtropper at gmail.com with any questions or comments, or if you want to be on a live hot seat. All right, have a great day.